and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy, with me as always is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Green. Hey everybody, how are you? All right, we've got two new episodes of Ultraman Rubu to talk about today. Uh, the Minato Family Holiday, or the Minato Family's Day Off. Yep. Um, and Asian's Frenzy. Yes. Uh, two cracking episodes yes. of this show. Yes, yes. And, and our first three-parter. That's what I was just about I was like, to say. what the hell? That's not fair. I was no. going to two-parter. No. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a two-parter, no problem. You start to get towards the end of the second one, like, they're not going to wrap this up. No. They have no thought of wrapping this up. No. Nope. This is a three-parter. That's not fair. That's right. Didn't expect that. This <laughs> no, is this our first three-parter? As far as I know, yes. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, any more three-parters. You know more parters. about Ultraman than I do, obviously. Yeah. But as far as I know, it's... How are you, buddy? It's the first three-parter. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's the first three-parter. The door. Yeah, he's done his ritual for the day. Exactly. Uh, summary, when the Minato family plans for a picnic... Crossing the limits, that person appears once again. Who wrote this? <laughs> yeah, that's awful. That is an awful summary. Ultraman Rosso and Blue will need to face a new threat. Yeah. I mean, the new threat, I'm good with. I like the monster. The yeah. fact that Azen is just off the chain yeah, psychotic. Yeah, he's, he's out of his mind. Fun. I yeah. don't know how else to... He, Whoever this actor is, and obviously... Out of his, his mind, name, yes. At, he plays his character so out of his mind, I am enjoying every second of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty something else. Like, <sighs> um... Yeah, exactly. exactly. There's nothing you can even say other than, okay, he's fine. Just let him go. Yeah. Let him chew all of the scenery because he's going to oh, chew yes. every ounce of it. Oh, yes. <sighs> and you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. Because he is absolutely out of his gourd. Um, I'm just, I'm just trying to look up the, uh, the actor's name. Oh, you're trying to look up for who? Yeah, I'm trying to. Considering I can't speak or read Chinese uh, or Japanese, for that matter. Uh, or Japanese, I guess that would make it even more. <laughs> this, being that that's where it's come from. <laughs> um, does it say the actor? Give me a. Oh, that's a bad font. Hold on. Okay. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Uh, really? No. Come on. All right. I mean, it's not important. We'll figure it out for next week. Right. Yeah. But as they say, cunning and persistent. Um. Cereza shows his determination to obtain his lifelong goal of being Ultraman. Apparently, that is the name of the alien that is possessing him. I don't think they've actually mentioned no, they the, may name not of the have. alien. Nope. Now, if they want to say it's Shariza, I'm all good with that, but yeah. I don't think they've mentioned no, I don't think they it have. as of yet. I'm now going to guess that they have to further on, or they've done further... Oh, there we are. Here's his, Here's our guy. Go ahead. Um, no. Portrayed no? by Motoki Fukami. Okay. And uh, let's see, he is a... Uh, Wow, his headshot looks <laughs> nothing like the actual. Actor. It just really looks like <laughs> yeah, like he's super serious and everything. Yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
Wow, that's pretty great. I like this guy. I really like this guy. He's he fantastic. plays it so well. Yeah. He plays it so well. Okay, so reeling from his defeat at the hands of the Ultra Brothers, um, uh, as Ultraman, Orb, Dark, Noir, Schwartz, Black, Black, Black <laughs> Gray. Exactly. E-I-E-I-O. E-I-E-I-O is uh, correct. I mean... Azen knocks over a crystal collection case in rage, only to immediately regret it and start picking his crystals up, apologizing to them. Halfway through recovering, he noticed Horrorborus's crystal and smiles evilly as he picks it up, realizing this will be his next greatest weapon against the Ultraman. Right. And, I mean, even before the show starts, you see the Ultraman fighting some sort of monster that they didn't even mention because right. it wasn't a Oh, it was, uh, it was, um... It wasn't the Ouroboros. No. Um... Gomez. Oh, go, Gomez. Okay, fine. Fighting Gomez. Beat him. And Azen is sitting there watching and saying, Hey, you're not supposed to show everybody that you're tired or that you're weak yeah. or anything like that. You're supposed to be superior Ultraman. And you're like, Um, okay. I guess. Yeah. If that's really where you want to go. Yeah. Hi. So, um,. Then the boys find out that they're closing the store that weekend uh, right, to go on a picnic. Because the wants to take them on a picnic. I guess it's the Japanese thing where you're going to keep your store open all seven days and you're going to be there all seven days. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But if he's going to close the store purposely. On a weekend? Exactly. On a weekend. First off, they must be doing pretty good. Yeah, to be able to close the store on a weekend is a very good thing. Because that's when 90% of people yeah. actually shop. Unless it's a holiday. Yeah. Maybe they're like, uh, uh, isn't it also Remembrance Day or whatever they might have over in Japan? Yeah, it could be the, just about anything. Yeah. Honestly, we don't I know. The I have holidays. no idea what holidays <laughs> other than Christmas. Exactly. Yes. Um, so Mikado summons this monster uh, during the Minato family's day off while trying to evaluate the Ultraman Brothers' performances. And um, he has the actual report cutting in minus yeah, 10 he's on this stuff and minus it's pretty great. That. And you're like, man, this is one of those times I really wish I could read Japanese to know what he's marking them on. Then he's like, you can't use your finishing move right out of the gate. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Minus 20 points. Oh, um, ridiculous. So, uh, Horoboros manages to resist all the finishing moves thrown at it by the uh, brothers, and he knocks them out of their transformation. Aizen then takes this opportunity to reclaim his orb ring Neo and transforms as he prepares to clean up his own mess. Right, and then... They're walking around in this little mall in front of a mall. I don't know yeah. what that would be. A little pop-up shop kind of yeah. thing. And Eisen is in one of the oh, pop-up yeah, shops. Oh, yeah, he works in that little thing. And he offers the brothers jobs, jobs shockingly in different countries. Right. Uh, you can either be Ultraman or be happy and wealthy somewhere else, please. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, so I think so, yeah. So Orb Dark seemingly flaunts the monster, trying to look cool for the people while he fights. However, Horoboros later pins him down, and Orb Dark has to end it by pulling a cheat move, putting it to sleep, and then finishing it off with the Erygium Ray. Is that what it was, that little green shocky thing that he used was yeah. putting the thing to sleep? Yeah. Because how does that work? He's controlling it. Remember, he's summoned yeah, that monster. Okay. He summoned it so he yeah. can control it, so he can put it to sleep, so he can... Oh, good lord. After its defeat, its crystal was picked up by a mysterious woman, Saki uh, Mitsurugi. Right, and we didn't see her until the end of the next episode. Right. 
Right, 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 right. right. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, that that was something else. Just bear with me one second. I'm trying to find. Uh, I'm trying to find uh, a little bit more information on this episode. They didn't. It's not well, packed tight, kids. It's not. It, it's. I mean, I've got all the different finishing moves written down. Yeah. But they're not really that important. It's just basically they're fighting the Ouroboros. Yeah. The Ouroboros knocks them both down and knocks them both to normal size. Right. Which I thought was kind of well done. Yeah, like just used up all their energy. Yeah. That was that. And then, and then like I said, the, the, where'd it go? Aizen becomes Orb Dark and it goes to a two-part. And then they show that the crystal now is our monster minute, which works out very, very well yeah, for yeah. us. So let's talk about our monster, Horoboros, uh, which sounds like a country. Okay. I, ve- I went down to Horoboros after New Guinea. <laughs> <laughs> Stationed there with the, uh, the 4th Brigade. It was quite grand. Exactly. Quite grand. I saw them building the canal, you know. <laughs> so... Uh, he is a mammalian kaiju uh, described as a great monster with tremendous strength and agility. Thanks once again to the Phantom Wiki. Um, this is his first appearance. New monster, kids. Oh, okay. Um, he's 44 to 56 meters tall, I guess, whether or not he's standing. 44,000 tons. I, yeah, I guess that would make a difference, yeah. standing or crouching. The suit actor, Shun Takanashi... His name is possibly comes from Horobusu, which is, means destroy, and Ouroboros, a circular symbol depicted as a snake, sometimes a dragon oh, eating its own eating tail. Itself. Yeah, um, you forgot to give the director and date of this actual. I caramba, you're right. I know this is what we do. Uh, air date nine eight two thousand eighteen, written by Kyoko uh, Katsuya, a lady. Oh, uh, and directed by Masayoshi Taku, uh, a back. Takesue. Yeah. As Rich gets calls during the pod. I know. <laughs> yeah, these things. Uh, now, uh, more trivia. Many fans have noticed a resemblance between Horboros and Gukuro Shisa, which I don't know who that is, due to them sharing a lion like motif. Well, I mean, I do have to say this monster is a fantastic design. Oh, you got the yeah. white fur, the blue face. Yeah. Very, very cool looking. Yeah. Oh, Gukura Shisa was in the Ultraman G movie. I don't remember him then. Yeah, you do. You will when I show him to you. Oh, okay. Oh, fair enough. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I can yeah. see that. But instead of all the metally looking parts, yep. now it's all fur. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Okay. Fair so enough. They, uh, fair fair enough. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, but this, I mean, this episode, like I said, yeah, there's plenty of fighting. Yeah, yeah. But it really is just sort of prequel to the second part. Mm-hmm. And now that we know that it's a three-parter, three-parter even the second part is a prequel to the third part. <laughs> so now they're going to really have to wrap up a lot, unless it's a four-parter. They're going to have to wrap up a lot Ooh. in one episode. Ooh, four <laughs> parts, you say. That's crazy. Originally, his debut was going to be in episode 11, according to the timeline of an early toy catalog. So uh-huh. I said, they've got all this stuff worked out. Right, because they have to know when they're Very far in advance. Yeah, sure. Yeah. sure. Um, 
Where is it? Um, this the first kaiju to defeat an ultra without using any special powers or right. outside influence. Right. Fair enough. Uh, although Red King seemingly accomplished his feat earlier in the series, he had the help of using Rosa's splash bomb against him. Right. Um, and that was the one thing. They did use various finishing moves, and he was able to just sideswipe them and yeah. knock down buildings and sideswipe them and blow something yeah, else yeah. up. And it was all very, very yeah, well done. He was, he's a heck of a... And there's no roar here, guys. Sorry, but he's got... It's a pretty cool roar. It's got like a wolf howl in it built <laughs> into it somehow. It's a very... He's a really neat monster. It is very, very cool. He is a neat, neat monster. Um, so, yeah, I, I like this episode a lot. This was, I watched this when I came home from work last night. Oh, I caught them both this morning because I just can't I sleep. <laughs> I watched the second one this morning and I was like... I couldn't cast it to the TV for some reason, so I watched it on the laptop, which yeah. is fine. It's fine. But, holy moly. Like, these... The, Oh, by the way, can let me just mention... Boy, they're really speeding up those transformation sequences. Oh, Holy yes. mackerel, they're going really fast. <laughs> so go, Crystal, bing, 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 we're done. Go, 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 go. Which is why I'm not saying and anything. And you're like, holy... Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, slow down, slow down. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, you're like, guys, guys, you're going to turn, twist an ankle or something. Come on. When I, when I saw the one last night, I was like... Whoa! They didn't even get the crystal. They went, selecto, bang, zip, zang, bow, here we go. And I'm very happy with that. Yes, it's a It was a surprise. But it's so it takes fast. It 12 seconds exactly. now. Exactly. It's what so fast you, you can't even argue anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how great is it that when Aizen transforms into Ultraman Dark, he's doing the heart thing oh, with the, the hand yeah. as he, cut, as he oh, gets bigger? Great. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. This guy plays it so well. He's almost as good as Zero. Yeah. The actor that plays Zero. Yeah. I also really like the uh, the fact that they've managed to make the the uh, Ultraman Orb or Ultraman Dark Orb transforming doohickey. Yeah. Also fits into the space accordion. Oh god. I didn't like that. Everything fits into the space. I understand accordion. that you know that way you can get sell everything and, and slices and dices and Julianne's fries. <laughs> exactly. You have to have this because it fits here and you have to have that because it fits there and you're like all right, I get it. I get we're trying to sell this stuff. If it doesn't all come into Toy sales. One giant Oh yeah, thing yeah absolutely. At it the end sense. where everything can attach to it, I'll be very surprised. And they all at once. All the crystals. In this first episode they have a motorcycle. Had, oh, right, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> they also had the uh, commercials. Oh yeah. And they showed the large doll for what I'm gonna guess is forty five dollars because it it's was about forty five dollars, yeah. How big Those, can that doll be? Six, eight inches? Because you eight, put eight. your hand above the table, doesn't show yeah. anybody anything? No, I was talking to you. That's why. What do you want from me? Uh, I can tell you exactly how big its SH figure arts are. Uh, but I mean, 45, we'll even go $50 for an eight inch doll. I'm not doing that. They're really nice. I'm sure it looks really sharp. I get it. But $50, I'm not buying it. No. Well, if you want to buy one from deepdiscount.com, um, you can get one for about $41. That's not deep discount. They're selling it for 45 That's not deep discount. Yeah, but you're not paying... Shipping. Shipping. You're not paying, you know, the markup. Okay. Uh, see, here's your Ultraman Zero. SH figure. Oh, see, that's cool. Right? That is very And it nice. also comes with, like, specium ray attachments for the hands. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, 
I oh yeah, see, that. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Story. The the original Ultraman one, you can pose him running, right. and it has the sparks coming off his feet. <sighs> oh yeah, yeah. They're not playing around with this stuff, Pat. Like that's even great. the foot is articulated, so it does like the toe goes down. Right, right, right. right. That's as it's great. running, it's, it's running. Sick. Okay. Like these okay. are amazing, amazing figures. Yeah, but uh, also fifty dollars. Which you know what. As a man who's bought his fair share of toys, um, Japanese um, Ultraman stuff, or Japanese toys just in general, that's a fair amount fair of amount. money for what you're getting. Okay. Different hands, so they can do like this kind oh, of they pose. Oh, they have pose. different hands that come in and out. So oh, yeah, you swap, swap them all out, out dude. I gotcha. Like, here you go. Here's, oh. here's the original Ultraman. See, that's not awful. It's used, but that's, that's fine. Really Who cares? That's really not awful. See, but now you're paying $20, $20 shipping, shipping so on that guy. So it's $50 anyhow. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they're pretty great. Like, they make a King Joe. Oh, that's cool. They make, oh, God, that's it's cool. ridiculous. There's so, so many of them. <laughs> that's the sad thing. There's Godzilla ones. There's. Oh, I'm sure. And if you had an extra $1,000 to spend, you'd buy it. <laughs> 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 I an know, extra thousand dollars, you're adorable. <laughs> oh my goodness, that would be wonderful. I would love to have an extra. It would be nice that you could actually waste. That'd be cool as heck. I think at this point, I'd feel guilty about it. Mm, maybe. maybe. No, definitely. I'm at this point. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't need that. No, I don't need that. No, yeah, don't need that. it's part no, of growing up. At it's night. terrible. Yes, at 48, I'm finally growing up. Yes. And it's awful, kids. No, I don't recommend it at all. It's no fun. It's no fun at all. But, uh, all right, so the next episode, Azen's Frenzy, and we'll be right back after uh, this. And we're back with more Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. This is Azen's Frenzy, episode 11 of Ultraman Rubu. Give the date and the director first. That's where I was going. I, was, <laughs> I learned from my mistakes. Thank you very much. 9-15-2018. Um, Sato Ishito is the uh, writer, and Masayoshi Takasue is the director. You can tell because it is pretty much the same. Yeah, same thing. The super brief summary. A true hero appears before the people in despair. His name is Ultraman Orb Dark Black. No, Noir. Ultraman Orb Dark Noir Black Schwartz. <laughs> and again, guys, yeah. in case you didn't realize you're watching a comedy. In case <laughs> that, throw everything at you. This is like the airplane of Ultraman stuff. Yes. Like, yes. Don't call me, Shirley. Yeah, <laughs> if you wanted hospital, what is it? It's a building with a lot of sick people. That's not important right now. Um, if you wanted a full series of Ultraman Zayas, this is it. This is basically this is it. it. And this by the way, guys, I do kind of want a full series of Ultraman Zayas. I'm not no, that I, I, I don't. I don't love that. The Zayas and Zayas two movies were just enough. But really I think they could. I think enough. they could do a full series in that and really expand on it. No. Please, no. You don't think no. so? No. Oh, I, I'm not saying that they cannot. I I'm can. asking that they do. All right. Fine. <laughs> we still should have gotten the third one, but what can I tell you? So, um, the first monster we meet in this episode is Bezelb. Yeah, which they didn't actually 
tell you until the actual end. Now, I right. didn't know. So I'm writing down just M for monster because I have no oh, good idea thinking, yeah. it is. So, uh, of course, Azen summons Beazle using the gyro to cause destruction in Ayaka City. And he really, like... Really Holy does crap. explode everything, which yeah. is annoying. Now, meanwhile, the the boys have gotten themselves in a little bit of hot water by uh, making a fuss about uh, Azen. Yes, like yes, they don't they don't know how to tell their father that Aiden, Azen is really a bad guy without letting him know that they are. They're really the good guys. Yeah, yeah. At uh, that point, I might be like, listen. I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you here. Yeah. This is how they're on to something, and the sister figures it out. Well, the sister thing. sees them doing the. I told you the damn high five thing. It's gonna <laughs> slap you too. Come on, Polly Wally doodle all the day, and that's what's gonna do it. I was yeah. like, finally, somebody. Finally, sees someone sees. There's them been doing no that. news footage of this. <laughs> Nothing. And the cool handshake that the Ultraman brothers do that everyone is now doing in the city, like yeah. Wait a minute. I know that. Those two knuckleheads at the t-shirt store do that all the time. <laughs> Ever since they were little. Why they? Uh, um, so, of course, this is a setup so he can transform into Ultraman Orb Dark and defeat it and improve his public image. Right, and he uses a dark Origium ray. Right. And again, I'm writing down all these stupid finishing moves just so I know what the heck they are because I'm right. never going to remember the man no, for 10 no. seconds. Why would you? Why would oh, and I'm um, pausing the stupid thing. Oh, are you? Just trying to make sure I get it. Oh, I didn't say I was smart. Sorry. Um, so, uh, unfortunately for him, of course, Rosso and Blue show up to defeat the Beazle using a combination of their powers before. Um, Orb Dark is able to defeat him, and then he gets real upset. There's a big tantrum. Right. Right. <laughs> and they and start I'm, doing the ultimate, like... Trying to pull the helmet off of him like it's going to show. <laughs> like, no, don't you understand? That's an organic material. He's an alien. Uh, no, I just, it, it, with, like you said. But I think it was for a comedic effect, really. Absolutely. Because everything, at this point, just everything is for comedic effect. Right. I just let it all go. All of, now, I the physics, nah, it's just for comedy. Nah, it's okay, yeah. Everything is now just for comedy. I can let it all go mm -hmm. and just let it fly. Yeah. And I'm He's all in, good with it. does a fine job of pretty much wrecking the city. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. doing a lot of damage. And the brothers are saying, hey, we can't go with Azen because our job is to protect this city. That's right. As much as he's trying to be this super-duper cool Ultraman, Every time he does anything, major portions of the city are destroyed. That's right. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. But like you said, they uh, now they defeat the monster. They defeat the orb dark. Hold on. And we'll after they out. defeat orb dark, Start that they over. do the handshake. Do that part over. I'm sorry. They defeat the monster. Okay. Defeat orb dark. After they defeat both, right. they do this super duper secret handshake, yep. shimmy bang, and then the sister Drink, sees it. Cocoa exactly. Sister sees it, realizes it's her brothers. She's like, "Wait a second! Oh, I know that. You guys disappear all the time, and these ultra guys show up. And wait a second wait here, a second, and then we see this other girl who you gave the name that they haven't said yet. Yeah." And she has yet another Transformer, and it's a... Uh... 
three-parter. Yep, it's pretty snappy. It is a, uh, it is a, yet another uh, space accordion. Exactly. Her name is Saki Mitsurugi. All right, she's better be really important in this next episode because if they don't wrap it up, then we're actually gonna have F War Party. You know what's funny is when you click on her name, yeah, it actually comes to think it's like spoiler warning. This article contains plot de- details about upcoming episodes. Oh no, no, then you yep. can't read it. Can't do it. She's cute though. Oh yeah, yeah. But you want to give a? She looks a little crazy. Oh yeah. No, she's no, no. Even in this picture, she looks real crazy. Picture? Hold on, I gotta see if I can. That's fine. I want to see if uh, I can make it bigger, but I can't. Yeah, she got crazy eyes going. Yeah, she really does. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's that's it. That's 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 the. Yeah, that unsettles me. <laughs> <laughs> but give our monster minute on the space demon Beezold. Yeah, let's get the Beezold. Beezold. I wonder where that came from. Don't mind me. I'm working on it. Um, he is. His height varies. Oh no, his I weight see. varies. No, I've got it. They put it in the crystal at the very Maybe end. for this one, yeah. It's he's 50 meters tall. Oh yeah, and then 40,000 tons, and he can use a bomber inferno. I know it's my favorite. They can also tunnel underground. They have okay. arm blades, tail stingers, all sorts of stuff. All sorts of fun stuff. So yeah, that's uh, that was that. Is it that later already? It is that later. Already. Oh my goodness! Yeah. All right, guys, this is going to be a somewhat abbreviated episode. Yeah, because I have to leave. Yeah, Pat's got a heart out. So. Um, thanks again for listening and uh, rate us, review us, give us five stars and all that good stuff. Spread the word and sally forth. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast was provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.